Welcome to Fruit Snacks, a weekday podcast that covers big ideas about the Christian worldview in a bite-sized format. Hey everyone, on this episode I want to look at a topic of the status of women in the Bible. In ancient cultures in particular, I think it's a pretty well-known fact that women were often treated as second-class citizens, that they didn't have the same rights or privileges or status as men. And part of this is included in the Bible as well, because the fact is that the Bible was written exclusively by men. And is therefore representative of their perspective and their cultural perspective, which in ancient times would have been pretty much exclusively patriarchal. But if by that fact the implication is drawn that somehow women were always looked down upon or poorly treated, I want to challenge that because I want to uh, remind us and look at some examples from Scripture of how the Bible uniquely affirmed the the value and the personhood and the uh, status of women in and around cultures which absolutely did not recognize women as in any way equal to men. And even though it is true that we can find cultural examples in the uh, first century Jewish context of the mistreatment or looking down upon women, like in the example of uh, court testimony, how women's uh, testimony wasn't considered equal to that of men, we don't find those kinds of statements within Scripture itself. So while it was part of the culture, what we need to distinguish is that it was not part of the Bible. And that's important. So I want to look at just a few examples that we can used to sort of build a collective case here. And we want to start right in Genesis. Notice that Eve is equally an image bearer right alongside with Adam, that women right from the get-go, according to the Bible, are equal in their worth, their value, and their status as image bearers, that they are no less human and no less worthy of being in God's presence than men. So right from the get-go, there's an equality established. In the ministry of Moses and Aaron, we often forget about Miriam, but she's considered a prophet, and she's instrumental in helping Moses and Aaron make decisions in their ministry as they lead God's people. And as one of the judges, uh, Deborah is listed as a judge and even uh, as a prophetess in the Old Testament. When we move along further, the book of Esther shows us that uh, in this case, even though she is uh, in a culture where she is listening to and obeying the voice of Mordecai, Esther is cast as the protagonist and the ultimate heroine of the story. If it weren't for her, her bravery, her decisions, her trust in God, nothing that happened would have happened. And so Esther is very clearly portrayed as the hero. As we've been talking about in our study of Proverbs, wisdom, the wisdom of God is personified 
in many of the Proverbs as a female. And wisdom is considered and, and cast as a honorable and worthy and lovely characteristic of God. Speaking of Proverbs, we have Proverbs 31, which basically is a song dedicated to the, the wonderful thing uh, it is to know or be or be married to a godly woman. She's described as wise, as beautiful, as, as shrewd, as very capable and independent. And those are all cast as good things in light of the proverb. Now, in the New Testament, we see that many of Jesus's followers were women. In fact, and this is one of the, I think, best pieces of sort of incidental evidence for the historicity of the resurrection accounts of Jesus, is that it was women who first visit the empty tomb. And given the culture and given the uh, expectations of what would have been believable by people in that day and age, the fact that all the gospel accounts remain true to this fact that it was women who first visited the empty tomb is quite an embarrassing piece of uh, data given the culture. And yet it wasn't changed. And many scholars look at that as a mark of authenticity. This would have been an easy detail to change. And it certainly in the time and culture would have given the gospels uh, more credibility amongst certain audiences. And yet they chose to stick to the story that it was women who were the first ones to the tomb and the first ones who reported it despite the fact that it would have uh, made the story a little bit incredulous. But that means that it's probably the case. It is probably the way it happened because that's how the Gospels uh, portray it. In the book of Acts, it's Aquila and his wife Priscilla who teach Apollos, and both are very capable teachers. Both know the scriptures, and one is not... Uh, shown or portrayed as being somehow uh, superior to the other. They are a fabulous husband and wife team who both are dedicated to the Bible and who love God. And that is nothing but a positive in the way that they are portrayed. And then throughout the church letters, we have references to very prominent women like Lydia and her hospitality, opening up her home, uh, Phoebe, the deaconess, and Junia, the apostle, who are all respected and who hold key leadership roles within their local churches. Now, obviously, there are other details that are reflective of local culture and uh, issues of the time and of the place. But by and large, I want us to see that again and again, as a theme throughout Scripture, women are continually uh, elevated in their status, in their importance, and in their value throughout Scripture. So even if the world at large happened to hold women in less esteem, the Bible never does that. And even though it records instances where this happened, it never affirms those instances. It always condemns the mistreatment of women. And everywhere it can, it affirms that women are equal in status and in value before God. 
So for those out there who may uh, accuse the Bible or who have heard the Bible be accused as being some sort of patriarchal vestige that just demeans and degrades women and needs to be sort of uh, tossed out in the trash bin of history, I would point them to these passages and ask them to find any other ancient document that comes even close to portraying women in this kind of light uh, as the Bible does. 